I told you, I was telling you before the show, I think what I should do is just kind of look like a bachelor in the, in the conference room here. Just like have your shit set up still. And then I'll just have a bunch of empty beer cans laying around. Like I'll wear a wife, you know, well, that's not appropriate to say anymore. <laughs> what are those? Dago tea? That's not appropriate to say either. What do you call these things? <laughs> Welcome, Mike. We're back again. Episode 51 of the Coffee and Code Cast. Live from the Quote Wizard boardroom, we are the tech podcast where we talk about neither coffee or code, and I am Kyle Johnson. Hey, buddy. Mike Sheehan here. Excited to be with you for episode 51. We got the usual suspects today, a little Tesla news. Talk about some new AV gear that we've got downstairs in the uh, tech conference room. And, uh, yeah. Got some other flight news, tech news, and talking about work stuff. Oh, H- handling the onslaught. There goes the CEO behind you. Hey, maybe he wants to join us. Let's bring him in. Yeah, impromptu. <laughs> he's like, "What the hell is going yeah, on right. in my fucking boardroom right now?" <laughs> oh, that's funny. He's going to get. He's probably saw the Coors Light and got excited. That's true. He likes him as much as we do too. So last week we had the return of the road board. This, this week we have the return of the Coors Light. We need return of the Mac, dude. Return of the Mac. You can pull that up now, are you? Hold on. Let me get you some sound here. There you go. How long before we get kicked off for having this on? <laughs> I don't know. If don't play it too long. It'll be all right. Better turn it off. They, they find us out pretty quickly on these. These algorithms are pretty smart. They yeah. know if we're playing copyrighted music really quickly and then we just get the boot. The really good news is here, we don't have to use sound effects today. We can actually do the actual beer crack here. Okay. There goes Scott again. Woo. How about that? That sounded great. This Mac is pretty durable, dude. I was getting ready to come in here, and I have a Pixel. My backpack has a side zipper, and I had the Mac book and my iPad um, tucked away. And I went to go grab the bag by the strap you know and i slung it over my shoulder and i heard a huge thud and the zipper was open on the side and the mac came out flying and fell like five feet on the ground and didn't dent it at all no there might be a little chip in the corner up there i might be able to see oh that was from last time okay (laughs) i've done it twice that time so that sucked that was not good but i i got away without any major issue i was at i was at the apple store actually getting a getting something for my phone, getting my phone fixed or something. I don't remember what it was, but I had to go to the Apple store. And so same thing. I was digging through my backpack and had the side zipper open. But that time I had the Mac in its ridiculously overpriced leather sleeve. And thankfully it did protect it. I mean, the sleeve came flying out with the laptop. The problem was is that the, the open side is what took the hit. And that's why that got bumped a little bit. You're pretty lucky in that respect because I have an older MacBook. Uh, I don't know four years old at this point, five years old, maybe. But uh, I did the same thing. Like I came home from work one day on my bike. I ride the bike home occasionally. Yeah. And I think that day I op- I had noticed my bike was missing like a valve stem cover. And so I reached down to, well, I had one in my backpack because I think I knew it was missing and I had ordered more, or got more. But anyway, there was one in my backpack. And so I set my backpack on the car, the hood of the car to get that out, went and put it on the valve stem of the bike screwed it on and the i hear like no and yeah the laptop just goes sliding off the hood of the car crashed into the ground less less distance than you're talking about like i think mine went maybe two or three feet but yeah banged in the corner broke the screen dented the case both both halves it beat the hell out of your laptop it did yeah took pretty good impact and that was a that was a pricey beast it was I remember how like excited you were to buy that thing i was so (laughs) jealous because i i had not yet moved to seattle I think you were still in your big spender phase there for a little bit. Well, I was newly single, so I had a lot of money. Yeah, you were you were the bachelor <laughs> at that point. Management approved all your purchases, and you didn't have anybody else that you had to share the bank account with. That's right. So, I mean, I've I've recently gone through this process myself, but uh, I was really jealous because I remember, like back then, I couldn't, I didn't have the means to buy something quite like that. And even if I did, I wasn't ever going to get that approved. So, 
Um, <laughs> it's pretty nice to have the executive authority. I know. Yeah. I know. I always win. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I never have to like argue or debate about it. I just do it. You yep. know? Yeah. So, but no, I remember how excited I was for you when I saw that laptop and I was like, damn, dude, that thing's so cool. I want that one. So nice. And then you showed me after you <laughs> dropped it and you still have, I mean, it's not perfect now still, right? You got the screen fixed, but well, so I, yeah, I, I actually replaced the, the lid. If you think about it that way, um, the oh, screen wow. and the lid, uh, on my own, I opened it up and was able to replace it and that worked. Okay. Screen is not nearly as great. Like it was definitely a cheap knockoff screen. Like it has kind of like a burn in shadowy effect. If you leave things in the, really? in, in one space too long. Yeah. Um, but it did remove, obviously, the dent in the crack screen. Um, the bottom case is a little bit damaged still. I can't fix that. It's 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 too bent, too hard. I can't. I just can't put it back to the way it was. But it still works. Yes. Um, but the battery's starting to weaken on that laptop, and other things are starting to happen. So might be time for a replacement. Might be time. Might be time. I might sell you mine. You want to buy mine? <laughs> Only dropped twice. <laughs> but it's so good. It didn't even get dented. Like it's a yeah. It's a, it's a robust piece of machinery yeah very good how you doing today man i'm good i got a coors light here this makes me feel a lot better i needed this at like 8 30 this morning it was just one of those days where like every morning i check teams on my phone i check email just to make sure there isn't any hot items right as we like to call them around here hot quick ones <laughs> hqos well i don't i don't like to call them that but yeah they get called that a lot but yeah everybody always has like their you know we have a priority queue of work to, to handle to pull from and then everybody's way of circumventing that is to invent what they call the hqo well i can't wait we got to do it now yeah and there wasn't anything imminent when i first woke up it was decent stuff kind of chat some chatter and then i got out of the shower and checked again and it was like everything was blowing up and uh it went from like eight eight thirty to what five o'clock like this i mean i've been in management for two weeks three weeks this is my third week and I've never had days go by faster, man. It's like a fucking time warp. I feel like I'm in the DeLorean right now. It's crazy. I was in the same boat. Uh, I saw many of the same messages you were seeing, but in my case, they were related to other things. Um, right away, right? You know, same deal. I was in the shower, and right before I jumped in there, like, messages are f blowing me up, and I get out, and there's 15 more. And yes. it's just constant all day. People in and out of my office, and there are days, for sure, in, you know, in this type of work that you're just never left alone you know today i was hoping for like five minutes to just kind of like declutter and clear off the things that i had accrued throughout the day but much like you talk about with your to-doist lists yeah mine just kept growing i could not knock them off no. to save my life no the good thing is it doesn't take much to get my you know they gamify the to-do list to try to get you to use it more so you get points so we this Todoist app for people that don't know, you know, you put your to dos in there. It's on your phone. It's on the computer. It syncs up. But then they try to motivate you to use it more. So you get points for every task you complete. I think the daily goal is to complete five tasks anymore. I can do that in like five minutes. But it's just like <laughs> it's almost kind of pointless to put shit in there because it just it doesn't it does not stop. It's a flood. The floodgates are open. So anyway, we can talk more about that later. But I was just kind of checking in because I know it was one of those days where. I just felt like I didn't get a chance to catch my breath at all. I'm so with you. And we, we did have planned today to have a guest on the show, and that's why we were going to do the show early. Jay Smooth, man. We got to get him back on here at some point. Obviously no guest here, um, so we're kind of just making shit up as we go here. Um, but we, we put this set up together really quickly uh, after a pretty, pretty insane day. day. Yeah, I know. The beers are cold, too. The Rockies are blue. That's always a good sign. Thanks, Dustin. D. Fletch. D. Fletch. Yep. Thanks for stocking the fridge. He gave me a lot of shit last Friday, that, that punk. That <laughs> punk ass. You got, you got mentioned in the email. The beer yeah. email. Yeah. All right. Shout outs. Shout out to Kim for joining us again. Hey, Kim. Thanks for coming on the show an hour early today. And uh, Fred. Fred Card as well. He's another Bitcoin aficionado. So we'll have to get him uh, back on next time we if we get Lyman to come back and talk to us, our Bitcoin resident Bitcoin expert. Yeah. And Mary, uh, Mary Seeper, the good good family. Well, not really family. I feel like I'm part of the family, but good friends. I I went to uh, college college roommates with her brother, and uh, we, we've been buds for a long time. She they I, w I went out there to go to the her daughter's graduation. Remember, like I told you that like her daughter was born like when I met. Oh, I do recall this. Yeah, yeah, my buddy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, watching from Nebraska. Damn straight. Yeah, woo. 
Um, and so, yeah, it, yeah, super crazy, man. Like the only, I think she's the only person that I have known from like year one to 18. It's wild. That is crazy. It makes me feel like an old fucker, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we are old. We're getting there, man. But we can still drink our Coors Lights, damn it. That's right. All right, we got a little bit of show news here. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm going to be on vacation the next couple of weeks, so. Damn it. What are we going to do with the show? Are we going to have no show? I told you, I was telling you before the show, I think what I should do is just kind of look like a bachelor in the, in the conference room here. Just like have your shit set up still. And then I'll just have a bunch of empty beer cans laying around. Like I'll wear a wife, you know, well, that's not appropriate to say anymore. <laughs> what are those? Dago tea. That's not appropriate to say either. What do you call these things? <laughs> I'm not sure what language I can use to describe that shirt. But uh, yeah, just kind of look a little disheveled here. Have the few pizza boxes laying around. <laughs> Kyle's not here again, man. Mm. We're, so you're going, you're taking an Asian trip. That's right. So tell me a little bit about that. Where are you going? So we're going to be going to Ho Chi Minh City. Oh, damn, dude. Uh, then we're going to go to Bangkok. I think each of those for about three days. Um, and then we will end up in Singapore, which I think we're going to be there for about five days. Nice. Okay. So, And you've not been to any of these locations before? I've only been to Asia once, and that was uh, primarily to the Philippines. Uh, and that, that's been it. Uh, Christina's been to Japan once. But uh, beyond that, together, we've never... We've, well, beyond the Philippines, we've never traveled there. Yeah. So it'll be a good trip. Uh, it's been my first trip since london which i don't remember when we took that i want to say it was the beginning of last year maybe i your, can't remember your first international trip yeah so it's been a while i <clears> thought <throat> you guys were in paris earlier no uh that would have been for the wedding two three years ago two what years what am ago. i thinking man i thought you were somewhere else earlier mm -mm. I don't remember. london okay. london okay but well it's been go. a while even since that so and you and just came back from a little vacation yeah we did a little kind of weekend extended weekend in vegas which nice. was pretty good yeah sent you some pics you did the, a zip the scenery line. was interesting. That zip line looked insane, dude. That was from Fremont Avenue. Yeah, right, right on top of Fremont Avenue. You can do two different types of zip lines. So there's there's one that's like the Superman style. So you're laying. That's what I saw. Yeah, you're laying down. That's one that we did. That's that one's a little more expensive, but Screw uh, that. it's higher. You're at the very very top, like you know the the curved uh, dome that they have with like the video projected on it. No, I don't. You haven't been down to Fremont? I don't know. Oh wow. So the whole length of the street is this like half dome screen that they're projecting stuff on. So mm. like the whole thing is covered, but there's like this video projection on the screen above you the whole time. Okay. And it's like, I don't know, three or four city blocks, but they're pretty big blocks. So it's a pretty impressive screen. Um, but anyway, you're right underneath the curve of this thing while you're doing the zip line and flying over people and bands and Whoa. performers and stuff. It's pretty cool. There's another one that you can do that's a little bit lower, also cheaper. That's more of a seating, sitting position. Uh, same same concept though it would be fun i've gone skydiving once have you done that before i've never done that yeah that'll make you wet yourself man it's crazy i was surprised i got the wife to do this in the first place let alone skydiving i would do skydiving she would never really her uh her answer to that is always why, why would i jump out of a perfectly good airplane <laughs> <laughs> it's a thrill i'll say i i speaking of nebraska i did it in nebraska I did it in Plattsmith um with my my um cousin cousin dave like uh gosh it was probably in college sometime it was a while ago man it was a blast it was a lot of fun um scary as hell because they basically <laughs> had to throw me out of the damn plane yeah i'm sure your body does not want to exit no there's nothing that feels right about it yeah. at all like you're standing there and you go you've gone through this a thousand times like and you i'm even tethered with somebody i mean it's not like i'm by myself even and still i'm like uh-uh 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 <laughs> And I'm watching this shit, too. I was watching on YouTube. I always tell you there's crazy things on YouTube. There was this um, Dubai thrill seeker event. I don't even know what it's called. I forgot the name of it. But these guys were in Dubai, and they have some kind of... They're basically, like, jumping off of buildings somewhere in Dubai. And just, like, what do they call that? Like, I don't know. The, I forgot the That's term. The bodysuit surfing thing, whatever that is. Yeah, but it's... Yes. Wingsuit. Yeah, and then... It was wild. I mean, they, I don't know, they were doing backflips. Like, they had a big platform that would extend out from this, this tower, from the skyscraper. And, like, there were three of them. And one guy, like, grabbed the other guy's legs and held him over the edge and dropped him. <laughs> I mean, and they're just, like, doing, they're, they're enjoying the hell out of it. I, I thought that was terrifying. I would do it someday. I also want to do off the Ace jumping. Uh, Thanks, Kim. Yeah. There you go. Ace jumping. Off the edge of, um, what do they call it? Poo poo point over here. They do, like, um, what is that called? I know. I can't think of anything. Dude. I'm so fried from the day. Yeah. Um, paragliding. That's paragliding. Or, yeah. 
Yeah. I've yeah, seen yeah. that before with you when we were up there. Yeah. I think that'd be fun to do too sometime. I know uh, Christina's mother has done that before. Um, again, in kind of a tandem fashion. But okay. I think that'd be fun to do you as well. You have to at first, I think, unless yeah. you go to some foreign place where the safety standards are lesser. <laughs> that where they don't pack your parachute correctly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's the thrill right there is yeah. wondering if the chute's going to deploy or not, man. Well, maybe Kim should be your co-host while I'm gone. Kim, do you want to be on the show for a couple of weeks? That would be that's a great idea actually. Talk about some serious baking. We could she talk does some we, insane we baking. Li- yeah, we need to like promote some of Kim's work on the show a little bit. There you go. Maybe she'll bring you a cake in 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 addition to the Coors Light. Yeah, I'll supply <laughs> the Coors Light if you supply the cake. Do you have a a, a sweet goodie that's that goes well with Coors Light? <laughs> I mean, shit, pretty much anything, right? Some kind yeah. of uh Yeah, that's good probably stressing her out now because she's like shit I, I just had to bake like two cakes last week for some event and <laughs> yeah no kidding <laughs> did you see that that was a wine that did you see that wine cake no oh i gotta show you that that was pretty dope dude i don't know if i have it on here now i'll find it later all right pretty awesome though well let's move on here what do we who's, got who's asking us if the cast is on who the hell is this who said this where, where was that is oh anderson oh <laughs> well that's nice <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we, let's call him up <laughs> Hook up your Bluetooth. Hook up the Bluetooth. <laughs> Did he think it was later? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Do you want to call him? Hey, TJ, what's up, dude? Man, we got the whole like fucking Englandson Seeper clan over here. Gassins. Everybody. All my Nebraska peeps are joining us now. Welcome, Midwesterners. <laughs> um, uh, well, I just say we thought you couldn't make it. We'll do it next time. You had what was he doing? He had something going on. You had Lyman said something about piano. I don't know. And couldn't make it. Tell him we're recording live. (laughs) I did. I said we're recording now. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on with Robin Hood? Miscommunication. Um, Yeah. So I think this is a follow up piece too about Robin Hood, the app, you know, the investing app. Yeah. I think I told you about this before. So I I've lose so much money on that app right now. <laughs> yeah, I am too. It's a great way to lose money. If you like ever thought you wanted to be a day trader, just go to Robinhood, throw a few hundred bucks in there and watch it disappear. <laughs> and then well, st- and stick to your day job. But you thought for a minute there, you thought you were going to quit your day job. Um, well, I had one good day where like it went up 20% and I was like, fuck this. I actually know how to pick these things. And then like <laughs> two days later, I lost it all and then some. But yeah, Robinhood is cool because you can make free trades. Like you can... You can load money up into the app, 500 bucks, whatever you want. I don't think there's a minimum. Maybe maybe like five bucks you can get started. It doesn't matter. And you can go and pick regular stocks that you're interested in and make trades, unlimited trades for free, buy and sell. And so I'm with a group of guys that does this like quarterly investment challenge. And so we start out, there's like four guys that are in this thing, five guys. And what we do is at the beginning of each quarter, we all measure like what what's what's the dollar amount that everybody has at day one. And then um, over the course of three months, you do whatever you want. You can do options trading. You can buy and sell individual stocks, whatever. And at the end of the three months, we look and see who has the biggest percentage gain. And um, the winner gets a really nice. Well, we all go out to dinner at the Met, you know, pretty fancy little steak joint over here in Seattle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll go over there. And then the winner gets a um, free scotch. And, that, and the rule is it's got to be a nice scotch, like 40 or 50 bucks. And uh, we all get around and then we pay for the winner. And so it's just kind of a fun thing to do that, you know, if nothing else, get a little more familiar with different companies that are out there trading and stocks that you can buy. But yeah, it's, it's been dismal, dude. Like I, like I think the biggest winner lost 16%. <laughs> so nobody really won. Yeah. Nobody won. Everybody yeah, yeah, lost. Yeah. And it was like, well, I lost less than you did. Um, yeah. I mean, right now. Uh, it's not even showing me what's going on. Here we go. I started out with five hundred and three dollars because they give you a free share when you sign up. So I had some bullshit thing of Groupon, and I'm down to three seventy right now. It lost six dollars today, so I need to make some changes. I had some risky investments. I was in CRISPR. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You were big on the CRISPR. Yeah, it's lost me fifty dollars so far. <laughs> It made me it made me a hundred bucks at one point, and then it's just totally took a shit. Well, that's the stock market in general right now is in the tank. Oh so. my goodness, Andy Seeper joined Mary's husband. <laughs> we got the, we got the whole Midwest crew. The whole family, man. Midwest is blowing up today. Midwest is repping big time. It's the Coors Light. It gets them every time. <laughs> no, that'd be the Bush Light, buddy. Oh, the Bush Light. That's right. Well, they they're not Bush Light folks. All right, they're more Bud Light, Dilly Dilly. 
<laughs> but but yeah, the bush light's pretty popular out there. Yeah. Not Carson King popular, but pretty damn popular. Man, everybody. And my and my buddy uh Dan Sentner. Holy shit, man. What's up, dude? Nola representing here. New Orleans. Oh. My this is my oh. high school buddy Dan. Isn't your building called the Nola? No low. No low, okay. North lot. Got it. No low. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Not to be confused with New Orleans. All right. Uh, so that's the story on Robin Hood. It's a cool app. If you haven't checked it out, I would recommend checking it out. Maybe go with the penny stocks. Yeah, because obviously I can't pick them very well. <laughs> CRISPR's going to come back, though. Um, <laughs> Anderson's still hitting me up. He goes, I could make it. What are we going to be covering? Tell him to get his, get in here. We don't have a mic. Well, we can make that happen. I'll cover for you. Um, I, I don't know if I can handle if, two things at once. If, we he might can, have to do if, it he, if he can make it in, I'll, I'll, I'll cover. Oof. We're good. <laughs> Mad dog. Um, that was my old, that was my old nickname, man. Mm. Yeah. Old high school. Football. Well, he's now the chipper. Yeah. The wood chipper. I've been crowned the wood chipper now. Yeah. I don't play football anymore. That's why <laughs> it was a football. It was a football reference kind of. Wow. When did you play football? I only knew about cross. Not really. I never really did play football. Okay. <laughs> I, I was spotted on a field a time or two. Okay. But that's about as far as my football career ever went. All right. Even the football coach was recruiting me to run cross country in a very kind way. Like you shouldn't be doing this. man. <laughs> like you should be running. What the hell are we talking about? I don't know. I'm Robin con- Hood investing. Did you have something else you wanted to add about I this? Think or that's were you all just I have pimping Robin Hood? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. No, I, it was a follow-up because we just, the quarter just ended. And I was just going to say, like, it's been a lot of fun getting into the investing side of things. But, however, like, it hasn't been very fun from a <sighs> performance perspective because everybody's down. When the winner, when the winner is, like, minus 16% on the quarter, not really cool. Well, yeah. Well, let's again. Let's move it along, huh? I think we've talked about this before. I can give you a... Uh, Invite code if you're if you want to join Robinhood, uh, you'll get a free stock. I'll get a free stock. Don't use Mike's don't use Mike's code. Use my code. Um, we'll get you hooked up. Yeah, you always want to steal my referral code, man. <laughs> Throw it in the chat window down there. Give I told, him, get him a referral code. I told Johnny no worries this week. We'll have to worry about that next time. Yeah. Well, maybe next week when I'm not here. Yeah. All right. Let's move it along, huh? Yeah. Let's do it. So the new AV gear, I want to talk about this a little bit because I don't know how many people deal with this crap at work, but we've always had a problem with, with now that we have multiple offices. So we've got Charlotte, uh, Sacramento, Denver, Seattle, uh, to a lesser extent, Chicago and New York. I don't ever go out there. That's a kind of a remote team that we don't really deal with. But video conferencing has been such a big part of the, the mix in the last year and a half, especially since post-acquisition. Like everything's on Teams now. And we're always having meetings virtually and people live all over the place now, more remote workers. And it's always a pain in the ass. Like it never works. You go into a conference room and you spend the first 15 minutes trying to get shit set up and then the projector doesn't work or the audio sucks. Someone calls in, you can't hear shit. So like we've been struggling with this forever. It's been terrible. And I don't know. Do you know how we came up with this solution? Uh, I think Brad or I don't know if it was Joseph or Brad, but it was Brad started this before uh, he vacated. Okay. So this was something that has been in the works for a long time, and they demoed quite a while ago. But I don't know. I don't know who the initial person who initialized the idea or brought it in was. But um, yeah, it's an amazing solution. It's um, it's incredible. I mean, it's um, so we have ceiling grid downstairs on the third floor. Yeah, basically drop ceiling tiles, and the drop ceiling tiles. And this crew came in and in over a couple of days got these two they're, they're two by two panels and there's two of them that uh sit in the ceiling and it's a microphone array i don't know how many microphones are in there i want to say it's a 20 some like in each in each panel in each panel and so we have two of them so we have effectively 48 mics or something like that in these two panels and we had a meeting microsoft was out yesterday uh working with our developers we, we had a, a presentation over lunch and we had our Denver office dialed in and a few other remote workers. This thing's incredible. I was listening to this. Did you listen to it at all from the headphones? I did, yeah. So there's 30 people, 40 people in the conference room in the meeting space. And the microphone's smart enough to detect the speaker and then block everybody else out. Yeah, so the, the because of how many our uh, microphones are in the array, it's able to isolate where that is coming from in the room. And it, and it basically takes those microphones and points directly at them and like filters out everything else. So it knows who the speaker is and it's going to get better direct sound from the speaker and, and kind of ignore everybody else. 
And it's impressive how good it works because I wasn't too far, a couple feet away from a few other people that were having a side conversation and you heard a little muffled noise, but it was nothing like before. Before, everything in the background kind of gets promoted and the person speaking kind of gets drowned out in the mix of it. This is the opposite. So yeah, it really did a good job of blocking out the, the ambient noise from the air handlers. It blocked out a lot of the small chatter, people walking around. Um, I was I was impressed. I mean, it was not a cheap setup. I think they spent, I don't know, $20,000 to do it. So these guys have 28 microphones in them. 28 Sennheiser KE10 pre-polarized condenser mics. Pre-polarized. There you go. And this thing is called the Team means. Connect Ceiling 2. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of crazy looking, too. They look like little, like, I don't know, alien little, UFO. Little drones, kind something of. Maybe, yeah. They're just kind of like these diagonal lines that are green. Yeah. Uh, coming all from, like, the center, going out kind of at, to the corners of the tile. Really weird looking. But, yeah, like, people were, like, literally having little side conversations in whispering fashion. And that thing's able to to isolate them and, like, bring that voice up to a high volume. And people can hear it. It's crazy. Unbelievable. I've never heard anything like it before. I like going to virtual meetings now. It's great. <laughs> so the one thing that I did hear, though, because I didn't, I didn't listen. Like I listened briefly via headphones before the meeting started, um, when it wasn't super uh, crowded in the room. Uh, there was some people that told me though later that the people that were on the stage, which is not what they're intended for, but the people that were on the stage were not getting picked up nearly as well as the crowd, which kind of makes sense because the crowd. What was that? Oh, what was that? Oh, we got a comment. Well. Christina's giving me some grief because I didn't give her a shout out. Oh, well, here's your opportunity. Now I'm going to wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so. Just kidding. Shout out, Christina. Hi. I am sorry I missed you in the mix there. Kind of like we had a flurry of activity there. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'll take you for Marg's over at Casco Antigua. Oh, uh, are, are we having a little post-show I don't know if I could stay for long today just because I got to go to the airport and stuff, but I'll make sure that Wait, I... Wait, where are you going? I'm, pi- I'm picking up. I'm not going this Oh, time. okay. I've got a crew coming in for Oktoberfest. Oh, weekend. that's right. Leavenworth? Leavenworth. Nice. So, yeah, I've got the ho- I got the apartment all ready to go, stocked up. <laughs> and uh, You just got the bird. Oh, she did. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's cool. All right. Uh, speakers. Um yeah, ceiling mount speakers. So these are these are really cool. They they did a great job. We need to make sure we use the lavalier mics or the standard handheld mics for the for the people that are presenting. But uh, in terms of like the crowd, which has always been the problem, because we had to hand mics around and like somebody would inevitably forget. Yes. And ask a question, and then people that are remote wouldn't be able to hear. So I think this is a great solution for that. Very expensive solution. Um, each tile is what for forty five hundred bucks yeah that's what they cost just to purchase it and then we right. had an installation crew come out and put the <laughs> rack in and everything else well their but, website would indicate that they have easy installation um yeah i mean you pop out a ceiling tile and put it in <laughs> but then it's all software controlled so you have to have someone come out and and they spent a day and a half just uh tweaking it because they what they do is the sound profile of the room and any no- normal noise that ambient noise that's there they remove it kind right. of like a almost kind of like a bose um, noise canceling headphone on a bigger scale. Yeah, they. I walked by when they were doing the installation, and they were talking about the kind of the air mover and the ambient noise that, that it was making, and and they said they could easily filter that. Um, I did hear another comment that was kind of interesting that um, they couldn't lower the threshold of like ambient noise any further, or it would start to just like not pick up anything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's part of the problem though is that some of these people and the guy on stage yesterday, the Microsoft guy, was kind of quiet. You always have. Most some, you know, majority of people can speak reasonably a lot, like, you know, and then there's some guys are fucking like so quiet up there. You can't I couldn't even hear anything. And I was five feet away. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not going to blame it on the technology. Yeah. Well, really cool solution. I'm glad that they put it in. I think it'll be super valuable. They need to do this also. Maybe um, at our parent company, that would be good. Yeah. Um, kind of on the same vein, though, um, another solution that we need to enhance in this location is is our conference room you know solutions for av yeah currently we use in this room you know just behind the camera from on the direction that you're opposite direction that you're looking we have a mondo pad the hell is that it's i don't know some old 
ancient piece of technology. <laughs> it looks like a 900-pound flat-screen TV. I mean, the thing is just a massive piece of shit on the wall. Yeah, think of like an old plasma or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, we're looking at a whole bunch of different solutions that uh, integrate with Microsoft Teams or similar to Slack if you're used to Slack or any of those kind of things. So you can basically come into the room, say meet now. Yeah. It'll start a meeting in the room. Everybody can hear, you know, using proper devices. On the outside of the room, there's going to be kind of like an iPad tablet device, right? And it'll tell you like what the meeting schedule is for the day, if it's in use. Uh, you could say meet now on that thing. So basically just kind of makes everybody aware of what's going on in the rooms. They don't get double booked, so on and so forth. And uh, those are some other things that we're working on, too. So I think those will all be pretty important. Conference we have a lot of improvements, yeah. We have a lot of problems with sound. We have these devices that we got called the Owl, Meeting Owl. Mm-hmm. You recommended them. Yeah, they work pretty good. They do work pretty well, but um, you know, there's still room for improvement, especially I think in our Denver office. There's a lot of echo in there because it's a very like industrial building with a lot of like hard surfaces. Not only that, but the the yeah, the building itself. If we have another earthquake, we're all fucked. That's this building. This building. Yeah. And the windows are like single pane. I mean, this was built, what, like 1895, 19. It was right after the Great Fire of Seattle. This was one of the first buildings that put up. And so anyway, we're on a major route to all the hospitals. I'm surprised we haven't heard any sirens yet. Well, they definitely come through. when when (laughs) Every time we're in a meeting, we have to stop and wait because there's an ambulance driving by. And it's it's loud from here. It is. There is. I think you can, underneath the windowsills, like you can like, you could probably stick your finger out the to the outside. Like there's there's visible light. Oh, there's like air gaps in yep. there and everything. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, we need a new building. <laughs> uh, so yeah, new equipment, new AV shit. That's what we're trying to do. Working on that a lot. Nice. Moving along, dude. Moving along. I want to talk about OS 10 Catalina. Oh man, I'm gonna need. Let me get one of these. For I need that. a refill too, yeah. man. Hang on a second. There we go. Hmm. Nothing like tapping the Rockies. OS 10 Catalina. Have you installed this? I have it on my machine right now. Oh, boy. I've heard nothing but bad things so far. <clears throat> it's been a rocky experience. Um, it's going better now. I had to tweak a few settings. OS 10 Catalina is the latest version of Mac OS 10 software. They made also major releases to the Apple software on the iPhone and the iWatch Yep. and the iPad. So um, it's it's uh, falls out and all the new software is out, too. So lots of updates. Mostly good, some not so good. But on the Catalina side, I've always had problems. Like the Mac software has been really buggy lately. Like it's just not as good as it used to be. I would say the last, like I won't say post Steve Jobs necessarily because I think it was still, they had pretty good quality control for a while, but it's gone downhill in my opinion uh, over the last several years. I think that's disappointing too because one of the things you you tried to drag me over to the Mac side way back when we met each other in the in the Nebraska Medical Center. You had your little Mac Mini, yeah, that you worked on in the office or had in the office. I don't remember what the deal was, but you were very adamant that this was the way to go and that this was the superior product. And it was this, this is what you wanted to use. And and so eventually, you know, after a lot of co- coaxing and and from my wife probably too, she's the one that introduced me to the iPhone finally, or at least got me to switch. Um, but Apple, for a very long time, had the um, reputation for being kind of the steadfast, like always worked, always integrated really tightly with all of its products. Everything was just like kind of rock solid. And yeah. I would agree with you over the, the past few years, I would say even, things have slowly been more buggy, more problematic. And part of that, I think, is probably due to the fact that some of the products that they have, or they have a lot more products that they offer now, right? They used to be all laptops. They added phones, they added watches, they added iPads, and then they have many variations of the same thing, right? So there's a ton of products to support where before they had one or two um, and a lineup maybe of desktop and laptop. But I mean, they've, they've expanded their products um, quite wide. Obviously, they've got huge adoption with the iPhone. That's probably the biggest consumer product they have, the single consumer product yeah. they have. Um, so they just have a lot, they're, they're spread out a lot and they're pretty thin, I think. And, and their QA is, is not doing nearly as well as it used to. Um, so I'd like to see a return to that. I'd like to see a return to quality. Obviously the hardware is still quality, but I think the software is starting to lag behind. There, there are some cool features though. That said, I agree with you, but there are some cool features they're busting out now with the new hardware, for example, sidecar. So if you have a Mac book pro, 
laptop and you have an iPad, I don't know if it's iPad Pro only, but if you have a MacBook and you have an iPad, the sidecar option, you can basically use the iPad as a second display. And so um, I've been really pleased with that. I, I do this already anyway. I was using third-party software to get this done because I use the MacBook as my main work computer. I have it in a dock. And then the iPad is kind of a little secondary that I have right in front just for I keep Teams open so I can be chatting all day on that. But now it's built into OS X, and it actually works a lot better. It's, it's more seamless. The issues I was having with the software was, had to deal with like coming out of sleep. And so I went in and told it not to sleep anymore. Um, and I think there was a couple things. It turns off the hard disks and it also does some power saving things. So I basically told it to not do any of the power saving stuff anymore. And now it actually wakes up. So, yeah, that was funny. I think the day that I came up, you had upgraded and, and <laughs> your prime, you have a huge curved screen monitor. I don't know how large it is, but it was all displaying on your little iPad instead of on your big monitor oh, just it was because it was defaulting to your, pissing su- me off, man. <laughs> so you had this gigantic monitor in your iPad sitting below it and your little ADB yeah, screen. So that's it was, right. It was nice. Yeah. Uh, so sidecar is a very nice feature of Catalina. Dark mode is, is also another popular feature of, of Catalina. So now uh, everybody loves dark mode. That's kind of the trendy hip new thing you can do. And so on all the devices, you can enable that now and have kind of a darker theme on the machine. That's a minor but kind of popular thing that people like to have. Well, and a lot of apps, we're, in a, we're introducing it on their own. So it's nice that there's a system-wide version of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And uh, it's on everything now, right? The iPhone has it. The Mac has it. Does the iPad have it? I assume it does. It does, yeah. yeah. Um, I think so. Well, I don't know. There's too many updates. It's hard to keep track of everything. <laughs> You're fully updated, right? You have the watch, you have the phone, you have the Mac and the iPad all yeah, updated. I updated everything. All right. And to your point about quality, it's been so sloppy lately that they've been putting out releases on, gosh, a daily basis, which is very unusual for software updates of that magnitude. Like usually you have a major release and then minor releases maybe happen, what, like maybe every few months um, because of the problems with 13. They had, I think they're already up to 13.2 on the iPhone. Yep. And I think they released the point one the next day. Right away. Yeah. It would because there was some major security vulnerabilities in it. So um, update your software. <laughs> Maybe well, there's some you, people that are really leery about that, right? Like my wife will definitely wait till like the next point release. So like a, a major yeah. release will come out like. I don't know, let's say, what are we on, 13? So 13 comes out, and she'll wait till at least the next point release, which in this case was the next day. Wow. But in a, yeah. in a normal release cycle, it would be a month or two months down the road, and she'll update to that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Just because she's worried about like it being too buggy. Well, I would say that if you haven't upgraded to 13 and you're reluctant to do so, then wait until it becomes more stable. If you already upgraded to 13, then get every update you can because now they're trying to catch up. So Yeah. Uh, Gomer joined us. Welcome, Gomer. Hey, Gomer. Hey, Christina joined us earlier today, by the way. I just wanted to give a shout out. <laughs> hey, Christina. Yeah. She can't get drinks tonight. She has dinner. Boy, that's oh, nice. Oh, man. Are you getting dinner? Apparently not. Oh, you're on your <laughs> home tonight, buddy. All right. You Liquid. take it out on me. Don't take it out on him. He had nothing to do with this. Liquid dinner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another Coors Light in your future, I can tell that's already. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right on. Uh, I think that was... All the follow-up that I had. That was quite well, a bit of follow-up. 40 minutes later, we're, we're ready to move on to the news. You were worried that we weren't going to have enough to talk about. Well, we're good bullshitters. Move us right along here, will you? What do we have in the news? You put most of this in here. I have a few. Uh, you I've know. got some interesting stories, amazing anecdotes. I don't know. I found some of these things. I, I have a new Feedly feed that I try to subscribe to to get this stuff. And uh, that's where I get a lot of my news from because I, I don't have time to read it all every day, but it just accumulates. And so I can go back like last night. I think I did the show notes at 1 a.m. this morning and I was just laying there and I looked at the feed and found a few thousand articles and said, OK, here's some news. The show notes for the show that we're not going to have because our guest of honor is not here. Our guest of honor is not here. He hit us. He did hit us up mid show to see if he was coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah all right well it was one of those days like you know in all fairness we we didn't really i didn't send him the notes ahead of time and i didn't have a chance to run into him today i was my intention was to find him in the morning and just say hey are we good and i didn't get a chance to do that and uh well i'll have to be better prepared next time 
All right, we'll lead the way here on the news because you know what? I got everybody's clamoring for Tesla news. We've been we've been putting, everybody we've been putting this off for a really long time. Really, so I want to make sure that we make the listeners happy. You must okay. be looking at a different feed than I am because the well <laughs> looks pretty dry when it comes to like you know desire for Tesla news here. Mm. I mean, I'm on the Facebook feed. I don't know what you're looking at there, <laughs> but all right, that's fair enough. I'll get to my news. All right, this is a big this is a big story, and so this is this has become an issue in. Oh, the la- I mean, it's growing over the last few years. Have John on next. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If we can get him on next week while Kyle's out, I'll do that. Kim could be a guest, too. Oh, welcome, Kim Johnson. That's my old, uh, way back in the day, my uh, typing teacher. Really? Do you, what? Do you, do you know that I had to stay late one time because <laughs> I was typing with one hand and she didn't like it? She got mad at me. You still type with one hand. Sometimes. Yeah. I'm not a good typer. I've never been a good typer. Yeah, you're terrible, man. You've been yeah. developing for 20 years well, now. And and I somehow ended up in the computer industry. How did that happen? That. Well, welcome, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this, th- there's been a lot in the news lately about accessibility from a web point of view. And I know that's something that we've always, as developers, like been aware of. And there's different strategies for making a website accessible um, on different platforms. A lot of people don't always think about you know, multimodal, but it's very common to think, oh, desktop and mobile. But what do you do with screen readers or other types of devices like that? Right. And so accessibility has been in the news a lot lately. And the most notable has been a, uh, a case that went all the way up to the Supreme Court. There was a blind man that sued Domino's Pizza because he was unable to order pizza um, through his um, through his software. Um, and the Supreme Court ruled in his favor. They actually said um, that. Domino's, you know, is going to have to um, maintain accessible sites for uh, so that disabled people aren't shut out from using, um, you know, from participating, uh, accessing the site. So it was a big win this week that came out. That's interesting. There's a big standard. Do you know the name of the standard for accessibility? The government follows it for all. Um, I was just thinking about it when we were talking about it because we we used to do it and it's slipping my mind right now. Um it's an acronym that I can't think of right now. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, ADA standards, is that right? No, I don't know. It's not part of that. It's a separate web standard that handles accessibility. I think it's like four letters, and now it's like slipping my mind. You talk for a minute, I'll look it up. <laughs> ADA standards, yeah, it says, I think that's correct. But um, yeah, I know I, all government websites, um, if you do a contract for the government, you have to adhere to these standards uh, using you know, your HTML content and, and web design and all that kind of thing. So I'm not, I'm not overly shocked that this guy could win that kind of a court case. Yeah. Um, WCAG, that's what I was thinking of. Web Content Accessibility Guidelines. Okay. You know who would be good to talk about this, actually, would be Andrew Woods. Woods. Who we've talked about on the show. He's he's huge into accessibility. So, Woods, I want to get... You know, Woods would be a good candidate for while you're out of town. Mm. Actually, it'd be better if you were See here if you because... you dial in. Yeah, because Woods is... Uh, so, Woods is pretty um, well-known in the PHP community, right? And he's been... Uh, he was in Seattle, but he moved to New York City this summer. Right. And... Um, I told him before he moved out to New York City, I said, listen, man, before you become all big and famous out there, I want you to remember the small guys at the Coffee and Codecast. <laughs> and he said he'd come on. So I'd like to get him on. We, we did, weren't able to pull it off before he moved, but um, I'm wondering if he could dial in or something like that. Yeah, I think you could do that. We could do that. with. We got the road board back, so you can dial them in via Bluetooth connection. We have that capability. We That's can right. take Bluetooth calls and audio calls on Skype and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, we, that'd be cool. We need a hotline so people can call us for questions. Oh, we need to get a 1-800 number? 800 number, dude. Yeah, exactly. 1-800, I don't know, what would be our codecast? Coffee. <laughs> coffee code. Coffee code. There you go. The D and the E aren't required because that would be <laughs> too big of a number, but I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, big win. And and not only that, I thought it was interesting. There were some statistics they were talking about in here earlier. Like this this is only one of 2,200 lawsuits uh, around accessibility. So this is a growing issue. Uh, and it's something that we're going to start seeing um, change, hopefully uh, soon. Because I think it was always an, uh, an afterthought. Usually it's an afterthought, right? Like we didn't really take time to even put in the proper tagging in the HTML to make sure that it was accessible, right? to screen readers and that sort of thing. Yeah, so like a good good uh, example of this is when you create markup for a website and you put an image on the website, you're supposed to specify what's called an alt tag. That's right. Um, and what that is is if the image can't be displayed or somebody can't see it, 
uh, it's supposed to be a description of what the image is so that a screen reader in this case could pick up the image and read the content and the the consumer of the website would understand what was being displayed have you ever experienced uh, um, a blind individual like navigate a website before no it's fascinating. So when I was back at Creighton in Omaha, uh, Creighton U, one of the Jesuits there was was uh, blind. And it's a fascinating thing to me because you know how it is. Like you, your other senses compensate, right, And essentially. And the way he could fly through a page, I swear he could go through the page faster than I could with, with vision. And because you're just using certain key combinations to skip through. Because essentially you're just, it's a cursor going through every part of the site. And it's reading things rapidly. I mean, the, the, the voice is probably like 2x or 3x or even 4x normal, like the rate that we speak. And so he can very quickly navigate from back and forth. And yeah, to your point, like when, it's, when, you, when you structure a, a web page properly with all of those tags, then it's really easy to know, like this is an image of this thing and this is a headline. And this is, you know, a lot of times back in the day, um, we're when like right around the first web bubble people didn't have accessibility in mind and so everything was designed with table markup you know like yep and and so you couldn't interpret what was going on there because it would read like tabular data you know like column one row one yeah and all this stuff back in the day like a, a good way to describe this and while i'm talking about this maybe look at what i put in there um but a good way to describe this is back in the day you would do what what was called table-based design and you would use you you would use kind of like think of excel tables as a way to kind of structure and organize and design your website. And so, yeah, everything was in a cell um, in order to kind of position it where you wanted it on a page. And so in your case, yeah, you would, <laughs> it would start with, you know, uh, yes, uh, column one, cell one, blah, 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 column one or uh, row one, column two. And then it would read the contents of that and just continue. Super verbose. You couldn't get where you wanted to go. But if you have the proper layout, and is that what you're showing me here? Should I pull this up? Well, I think this is an example of a guy using a screen reader. So I don't, I don't know if the audio will be good or not, but uh, I just pulled it up this quickly. What a screen. 50%, 45%, link, UCSF Medical Center. So as I was about to say, so there you a go. screen He's reader converts what's on a computer screen into information that yep. can be displayed through synthetic speech or Braille output. Do more. You can also and present you that information in a way that would allow for efficient navigation Play it, man. of these pages. <laughs> so for example, I go. could just keep reading. Banner, three items. Visited, link, image, home. Line by line, and we could be yep. here. That's cool. So yeah. And, I, and once you get good at that system, like this guy, this, this Jesuit had been doing this for years. I mean, his whole life. And um, just bam, 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 bam. Like you just keep hitting the next arrow, whatever key combination it is, and you can get through a page extremely fast really efficient when it's done right but it's important to uh build all the blocks the right way otherwise um it can be a big mess and you don't know what you're doing well and it requires a particular structuring it requires a lot of different tags that that maybe you wouldn't think about unless you're kind of keeping that in mind right um so there's a lot of planning that goes into it it's a lot of additional thought and effort that maybe is for a pretty small group so unless you're kind of forced into it it's it's something that's pretty easy to drop and not and not worry about especially in kind of the hectic chaos of you know project-based timelines and that sort of thing so um i think this is good i think i, I suspect this will come to be more and more of a standard that everybody has to adhere to much like everybody has to have a ramp to get into their business you know like yeah those, exactly those, those types of standards are going to become more and more um required as things go along especially like you think about this day and age where like every things now you have to go online and do like you can't do it via paper you can't do it like in person like it no. has to be done online so if if that is the requirement then we have to be able to adhere to these kind of accessibility standards as well it's exactly right that was the same ruling they came to they said that uh alleged inaccessibility of domino's website and app impedes access to the goods and services of its physical pizza franchises which are places of public accommodation right crazy I, i'm all for it i think it's a great practice and i think it's something that developers uh if they aren't already tuned into need to be more aware of because it doesn't take um much extra effort to do it right i mean much like we design for multiple browsers that's less of an issue now but you always think about you don't just design for chrome or internet explorer you have to design for all of those 
this is just another extension of that. So putting the right tagging in there um, makes the site accessible to everybody. Absolutely. Boom. What else do we have here? Hulu. Hulu. Hulu update. Are you a subscriber to Hulu? I am. What do you subscribe to? I don't know. I have a bundled package, so I'm a, I'm a Spotify music subscriber. Yeah. I listen to Spotify at work all the time. And so as part of that, I can get Hulu. I think it's one or the other. If you have a Hulu membership, you get Spotify, or if you have Spotify, you get oh. Hulu. Well, I apparently remember. I have Hulu too. I, I don't you, know. You just, you just like to pay full price. Yeah, exactly. They have a bundled deal. I think it's twelve ninety nine or a month, and you can get a license to Spotify and Hulu. And so for me, it was only a couple dollars more to have both. And so for that reason, I, I said I would get both of them. I, I watch it for some of the network television stuff. Uh, so do you have the live package? No. Okay. No, I don't. This is just for the, whatever, the DVR stuff. So you can watch next day, right? Yeah. But I still watch like Grey's Anatomy from 17 years ago. <laughs> like I started All watching right. that in college. I still watch that. And I watch This Is Us. Mm. You ever watch This Is Us? Nope. Yeah. So stuff like that. And then I don't know. There's other things. Apparently Joseph Bully told me about that South Park is on there. He likes that. Well, see, now we don't have the wacky weed. I don't know that happened that sound clip. Damn it. Damn it. Sorry, I have to get that one back next week. All right. Sorry, Bully. He's probably happy. Anyway, for Hulu fans out there, uh, they have a new feature that you can, uh, they do video downloads for offline viewing now. There's not a whole lot to say about this, but this is just a feature that everybody comes to expect in their viewing experience. Netflix users, if you want to go on a flight, you can download movies to watch on the plane without having to have an internet connection. Uh, Hulu was a little slow to adopt that, but it's out now. came out last week, so up, update your Hulu if you have that, and you can watch uh, network television uh, episodes when you're flying coast-to-coast on your next mileage run. Yeah, next time that you have no connectivity, or when you're in the middle of the Midwest with no connectivity. Still can watch your Hulu. <laughs> it's fine. That does happen. Hey to all my That's Midwest right. friends. <laughs> When you make it into city, like download a bunch of stuff and bring it back home for the week. Yeah, hey, yeah. I can say that's very true. I I land in Omaha, I fly back to my home or <laughs> land in Omaha, drive back to my hometown, and yeah. I can tell you I lose connectivity quite frequently. Quite so a bit. that is a thing. Verizon's pretty good out there, though, isn't it? Isn't that the preferred? I think you're right. Carrier. Yeah, I, I know my wife has T-Mobile, and she previously had AT and T, and she has pretty bad connectivity on both of those. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Little uh, listener feedback. Gomer was making some pot shots at Spin Coffee. Oh. Spin, just like Spin, holding off on releasing a product. I don't know if Gomer, did you hear last week's update? There was a pretty big Spin update last week. That was a big Spin update. So that means that in like three weeks, we should have a coffee maker sitting on this table. Well, it just means that like they're going to have them on the cargo ship <laughs> very soon. And then it's going to be really like the dependency of the cargo ship, how fast it can make it right. over here. I'm still holding out for a Christmas 2019. Uh, you know, if Santa put that under my tree this year, that'll be three years since I bought the machine on, on Kickstarter. But uh, they're, they're, they're come a long way. I don't know if you saw the last episode or not, but they were through engineering build and they had the whole like assembly line configured and they were ready to rock and roll. Oh, hey, look at this. You added Tesla news. I didn't, you know, I knew you were going on vacation and you would be a couple weeks since you had any. And so for that reason, I thought I would humor my boy and put on a little I'm bit of so Tesla news I'm so excited about this. I have the Tesla news further down. You can't see the show notes. Yeah. But there's, there's another story yet. And then I added Tesla news to the bottom, not knowing that he already had added it. You know, every once in a while. A, you throw me a bone sometimes. I like to think about you sometimes. <laughs> Don't say I never done nothing for you. Yeah. Before your vacation. We all know I love Tesla. I love to talk about Do you Tesla. really? Yeah. I didn't know for sure. Yeah, Christine joined us too. Hey, Christine, we did start an hour early today. We had we had a special guest that was going to join us, and it didn't quite work out, but uh, we did an hour early. So you can always rewind Facebook if you're really curious, but we've just been rambling on like a bunch of knuckleheads <laughs> drinking Coors Light for the last 55 minutes, so yeah. you didn't miss too much today. Yeah, we've gotten through a lot. It's good to Not see you, really. though. Uh, Tesla news. So yeah, the Tesla released software version 10. This thing has a lot of kind of goofy entertainment fun features yeah so the one that you added we'll start with that and that is the one that most recently came out in the news and that uh so one of the things with an electric car is there's no sound like aside from the, the wheels turning that's right on the ground the car makes little to no sound at all so 
again, to people that don't, ha- you know, have hearing disabilities or that sort of thing, or, or, um, or sorry, can't see, um, <laughs> that's a problem, right? Yeah. They don't know the car is coming. Um, so in this case, now they've added sounds that you can customize for both the horn. Yes. As well as if you want the car to make a sound while it's moving. Yeah. So we all know that they released the, what do they call it? It's not fetch. Oh, uh, enhanced summon. Summon. Yeah. So the summon feature is that as long as you have line of sight to your Tesla, you can have it come to you. Kind of like Kit on Knight Rider. It's not even line of sight. Like, it has a range. So if you if you literally drew a circle, say, 100 yards out from you, you know, in, or all the way around, it'll come to you from a 100-yard circle. Yeah. Without, I mean, it doesn't have to be able to see. They just want you to keep line of sight so that you don't fuck somebody up. <laughs> so, okay. So you don't do some dumb shit. And, yeah. Okay. Well, so the, this is pretty funny. I'm going to try to play this, but they have... They will play the, they call it Patsy mode. Oh, good. I'm glad you have the sound clip. I added it below too. So yeah, play this. Um, so this is from. It's from Holy, it's from Monty Python's Holy Grail. Right. And so this is what will play if you enable this in the Tesla when you're getting your car summoned to you. <laughs> oh, it's like. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Can you imagine man. seeing a Tesla driving by playing that? <laughs> and they're going to, of course, you know. Oh, boy. And of course, you know, they've got, uh, what do they call it? Emissions mode. So, yeah. I didn't so you can, you can play fart sounds. Yeah. As for well. the emissions. Yeah. yeah. Via horn or via, you know, while it's moving. Whatever you want to put on there. It's going to be customizable, which is pretty fun. Musk is considering allowing custom upload sounds. Right. So. Why not? You could put anything F-U. you want there. Yeah. Somebody's On your F-U. horn. <laughs> on your horn. I mean, we could take road rage to a whole new level now. That would be great. Fuck you. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Every time you honk your horn. Just like creep up behind them and they don't even know you're there. <laughs> F you. <laughs> wow. I mean, the things that like technology can do for you, you know, like the, the electric car itself is not that impressive. It's the sounds that you can upload into it that really make it worth the uh, $50,000, man. <laughs> exactly right. That's incredible. Yeah, it doesn't have any more functionality than a car. Well, it does kind of, but not, not you know, t- these are the things that make it a lot of fun, actually, and make it kind of entertaining for people especially people that that have never been in one and they get in and you do these kind of weird gags if you will and like they're just like oh my god this is crazy well it's just a very unusual experience because i got into your car when you when you got it the model three yeah and coming from a conventional auto manufacturing and all that like just from a normal car experience it's a very unusual thing because you get in there and you don't see anything like like even little details like the vents they they obscure the vents there are no vents that you can like knobs you adjust. They just have air comes in somehow. <laughs> and you adjust it through a UI. You like and see you this touch like, the iPad. Yeah. You see the iPad and like there's this airflow diagram and you just like drag it wherever it is you want to put it. Yeah. What's the ludicrous classic? Play the ludicrous classic. I don't know. Don't know what you mean there, Gomer. Um, you got to be a little more clear, Gomer. Yeah. So yeah, smart summon or enhanced summon is one of the things they talked about. Uh, or that we talked about here briefly. Um, so they expanded. It used to be that summon, literally the only thing it could do is like go forward or go backward. Yes. And now it can pull itself out of a parking spot, uh, avoid other vehicles and people, yeah. and drive itself to you within, I don't know, I don't know the exact range, but let's say just for argument's sake, 100 yards. So quite a ways. Um, I haven't tried it on my car. Uh, I know one of the use cases here that they like to pimp is like if it's raining, and you don't want to run out to your car, you could have it come to you and, and, you know, not get drenched. So, you know, of course, there's a ton of people trying this in really busy parking lots. Like, I know there's a couple links that I, sh- I put in here. People are morons. People are really morons. And these are links to videos of people either almost getting their cars hit, you know, by cross traffic or potentially... Um, Going out of their way, though, to kind of see, test the limits of the Tesla. Yeah. Like almost wanting to just see this thing fail, which isn't good. We don't want to do that. Right. Um, and it, one of them is like in a Walmart parking lot where the guy's like summoning his Tesla and, and, and it basically gets stuck because there's a car that has turned in front of it and it's stopped. So it backs out and stops in front of the car and can't go anywhere because it doesn't know how to manipulate this other vehicle that has kind of encroached his space. So That's right. Just a lot of dumb people doing dumb stuff with enhanced uh, don't summer. do that stop doing that. yeah we want tesla and all, all the automation that it can handle to be legal on the road and we don't need people screwing it up right 
So a couple other things I think that you're going to appreciate. One, uh, Spotify has now been integrated. That wasn't available before. Excellent. Uh, they only had tune-in radio, regular, you know, over the antenna radio, and I think one other app. I can't remember the other one. Slacker or Stitcher, or I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it has Spotify integration, which is obviously kind of one of the biggest players out in the market. So that's good. Um, and then this one we played with last night. I think you would really enjoy this on a road trip. So now there's a karaoke machine built into the car. I love karaoke. So you literally hit the button to say karaoke. It puts up on the display, like it starts playing, of course, and then it puts up on the display the words just like any karaoke machine. So while you're driving down the road, karaoke in your car. You know what I would be more impressed by, actually, is if it would play it on the external speakers. Hey, that's a feature request. Let's ping Elon. I want people to listen to me sing karaoke while I'm driving down <laughs> oh God. the highway. No. That's what I'm saying. That's dude. horrible. Yeah, I'd just go cruising around town. I wouldn't have to go to the karaoke bars anymore. You were singing before we went on live here, and it was awful. Oh, it was great, man. Well, it's <laughs> because I was still on my first Coors Light, man. That's all I oh, think. Okay. I need, usually when I'm singing at Hula Hula, it's like I don't get on stage till 9 or 10 p.m. Like this is, I didn't get a chance to exercise my vocals. But then you get into the rap and I the do. hip-hop. I do a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Hip-hop. 80s ballads, <laughs> 90s rock. There's not really much that I can't do. Can't do or maybe shouldn't do? Well, I'll let that be up to the, uh, the listener <laughs> to decide. But I seem to get a pretty good reception at the old hula hula when I show up there on a Friday night to sing a little karaoke. I'll say that much. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, look at that. And just like that, another episode, another hour up, Kyle Johnson. You're so worried about the content today. And we made it through another episode. Gomer agrees with me that you shouldn't be singing that stuff. You know what? I'm going to let Gomer uh, exercise his judgment on aircraft, not on my karaoke (laughs) skills. Oh, he sent me a really, you know, he he likes to send uh, crazy aircraft photos. Yeah, he sends me some of these from time to time. Yeah. Did he send you the one, what happens when a Learjet flies through a flock of birds? Those engines got fucked up. (laughs) That was pretty impressive. I mean, that's amazing what birds can do. That was a lot of bird meat. Yeah. <laughs> In a jet engine. Yeah. And they tore apart all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Before you hit that, oh, give us the Gomer here. Oh, he wants us to roll out. It's time to roll out. Episode 51 coming to an end here. Once you take us home, better kill it before we get booted off stage here by Facebook. That's true. We will get booted off for uh, copyrighted, you know, content. Infringement. Yeah. Right on, dude. Well, uh, another Have a great in the trip. Books. 51 in the books. Thanks, man. Send some photos. Will do. Uh, our artwork is provided by Yerne, the gentle giant. Check out more of his artwork at www.coffeecodecast.com slash gentle giant. That will take you to his Instagram account. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter or follow us. Uh, sorry, follow us at Twitter or check us out. Email us at coffeecodecast at gmail.com. The podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. You can find all this and more at our website, www.coffeecodecast.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. We want to hear from you, so come on over to coffeecodecast.com slash review and give us a few notes of what works well, what you'd like to see us uh, improve. Give us a quick rating and a few words. Thanks. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Will we see you next week? I think we will. We'll have to figure that out. We've got we, we got some work to do in your absence here. Big shoes to fill. Oh, boy. But I'm going to do my best to be here next week. Stay tuned. All right. Thanks, everybody. Good night. <laughs>